touchdown. Here's Ralph Kiner. All right, Lindsey Nelson for the New York Mets. Tommy Agee will lead off. He'll be in center field. Batting second playing shortstop, Bud Harrelson. Batting third in left field, Ken Singleton. Batting fourth at first base, Art Chandler. Batting fifth playing right field, Dave Marshall. Batting sixth at second base, Ken Boswell. Batting seventh, playing third base, Joe Ford. Batting eighth and catching, Gary Grody. Batting ninth, the pitcher, Ray Sadecki. For the Expos, the leadoff batter will be the left fielder, Don Hahn. Batting second, playing second, Gary Sutherland. Batting third in right field, Rusty Stop. Batting fourth and playing center field, Adolfo Phillips. Batting fifth at third base, Coco LaVoy. Batting sixth and catching John Bateman. Batting seventh at first base, Ron Fairley. Batting eighth and playing shortstop, Bobby Wine. And the pitcher, Carl Morton, batting ninth. The umpires for the game, Ed Sudol calling the balls and strikes. At first, Lee Wire. At second, Andy Olson. And the umpire at third will be Kenny Burkhardt. now the Expos are taking the
through the bleachers and on out beyond the wire fence in left and center field. So we have an overflow crowd this Sunday afternoon at Jerry Park in Montreal. This will be a 2-2 pitch. Fouled off and out of play, and that was off the mask of plate umpire Ed Sudol. The umpire at first is Lee Wire, Andy Olsen at second, and the crew chief Ken Burkhardt around at third. On the coaching line for the Mets, Eddie Yost is the sign man at third, and Yogi Berra is on the lines at first. Bright and sunny afternoon in Montreal. Horton's 2-2 pitch. Clears everything. Batter, catcher, umpire, back to the screen. So the count is out full at 3-2. and two. There's a swimming pool located down beyond the right field fence, and it's getting a lot of use here this afternoon. Here's the payoff pitch. Swung on and foul off to the right side and out of play. Down holes full at three and two. This entire area is a public park named Jerry Park. And the baseball stadium occupies just one corner of it. Here's the payoff pitch. Swung on and hit in the air down the right field line. Rusty Shaw is taking a long run. He can't get it. The base hit, Agee's on his way to second. The throw is not in time. He's safe. So Agee has a double leading off here in the top of the first inning. But down the right field line, and the wind is blowing, actually, sort of out of the clock toward right field, toward the right field corner, and rather stiffly this afternoon. So it is a double, and Bud Harrelson is coming up. A.G. now is it safely in eight consecutive games, 17 of his last 18, 24 of his last 26. Harrelson's a switch hitter batting left, hitting 280. One homer and 23 runs batted at. Carl Morton sets up. Here's a swing and a foul ball, off and out of play. The Montreal Expos have Ron Fairley playing first base. Gary Sutherland at second. Bobby Wine at short. Coco Lavoie at third. Don Hahn in left. Adolfo Phillips in center, Rusty Staub in right. John Bateman is the catcher. A.G. leads at second, pitch to Harrison, high and away. One and one. Ken Singleton is on deck. John Morton looks into John Bateman to get the sign. Deals a 1-1 pitch that is bunted on and fouled off. So it's 1-2 and two as the Mets are trying to bunt A.G. over to third base. There's nobody out. The Mets are a little short-handed as far as infielders are concerned. Al Weiss is still away because of the recent death of his father. And Wayne Jarrett is on military duty in New York. One and two, the count to Bud Harrelson at the plate. Now one, two, pitch. Check swing, foul ball, back and out of play. The count holds at one, two. So what would the Mets do in case of injury to an infielder or some other emergency? Well, Jerry Grody is a fellow who had considerable experience as an infielder during his minor league career. So he could be called upon. Oh, 
Here's a one-two pitch to Harrelson. Swung on, hit in the air to right field. Rusty Staub moves up. A.G. is tagged up, but it's not deep enough to line to advance. The throw is made down to the shortstop, Bobby Wine. Holding up is A.G., and there is one away. Now, Ken Singleton's coming up. He is a switch hitter. Five for 19. That's joining the Mets in Chicago. He has one home run and four runs batted in. He's hitting 263. Singleton was brought up by the Mets from their AAA Farm Club at Tidewater, Virginia, where he was leading the International League in batting with a mark of 388. 17 home runs and 46 runs batted in. Waves that bat around now. Here's Morton's pitch, and it's in for a call strike. Gene Marks says bringing up Singleton is like bringing up a man in a hat because he is a switch hitter. He can just turn around and play every day. Runner goes, and here's a swing and a fly ball to left. A.G. left the hustle back. Oh, Willie, no, he holds up as the wind. Keeps that ball from traveling on out into left, and he arrives safely at third and holding up at first with a base hit. It's Singleton. A.G. was running on the pitch, and the ball was popped up into left field, and Eddie Yost, the third base coach, was getting his attention, but the wind kept that ball from carrying very far, and down on couldn't get to it, so it is a base hit. Loops into left, and the best have run it at first and third. Ken Singleton with his sixth base hit and joining the Mets. And our Chamsky's coming up. Chamsky has a five-game hitting streak going. He's hitting 323, six homers and 28 runs batted in. One man out. Pitch is low. It's blocked by Bateman up the first baseline. No advance. Singleton holding it first. A.G. holding it third. Singleton is not exceedingly fast, nor is he exceedingly slow. He has medium speed. A.G. the runner at third has excellent speed. Swinging a foul ball, off and out of play. That's like the story about the fellow who had very deceptive speed. He was even slower than he looked. <laughs> yes, I've seen him. One ball and one strike. The count to Shamsky with Dave Marshall waiting on deck. Fans are still parading through the bleacher entrance and through the bleachers and on out into the area beyond the low wire fence which extends around the playing area. Standing room only. Here's a swing and a fly ball into short left center. And going out there is the second baseman to make the catch. Gary Sutherland, runners hold, and that's going to bring up Dave Marshall. Marshall is the Mets' leading hitter against the Expos. He's batted 455 against them this year. Overall, he's hitting 272 for three homers and 16 runs batted in. The wind is a factor here at Jerry Park this afternoon. Mets batting on the top of the first inning with runners at first and third, two men out. Off the stretch now, Morton's delivery is low for a ball. Ken Boswell, the second baseman, moves up to the on-deck circle. 
pitch, high and tight. Two and oh now to Dave Marshall. The New York Mets exploded for six runs in the second inning. Mets have scored 57 runs in the seven games of the road trip so far. Here's a pitch high. Three and one to Dave Marshall. Let's come home for a very brief homestand. Three games against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday afternoon. Then they go on the road again to Philadelphia. Here's a swing and a fly ball to right. And Rusty Stark got a late start. He can't get it. A run scores. All the way to third is Singleton. And holding at first is Dave Marshall. Single to right. Run batted in. The Mets are out in front by a score of one to nothing as we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WOKO, Albany, New York. The temperature reading 71 degrees. Cahoe's Savings Bank time is 2.30. Time to take advantage of student loans at Cahoe's Savings Bank. This is Lindsay Nelson with Ralph Kiner and Bob Murphy at Jerry Park in Montreal, Canada, where the Mets have taken a one nothing lead here in the top half of the first inning. They have runners at first and third with two men out and second baseman Ken Boswell coming up. He's a left-hand batter who's hit safely in nine of his last ten games. Carl Morton's pitch in there for a call strike. Boswell's hitting 271. He has four homers and 26 runs batted in. Here's a strike one delivery. Inside low. It's one and one. Ken Singleton is the runner at third base. Dave Marshall is the runner at first base. Joel Foyer, the third baseman, has moved out on deck. 1-1 one, one pitch, low and away for a ball. It's 2-1. Joel Colaboy at third, even with the bag. 2-1 pitch. Swung on, foul back off the screen. It's out of play, and the count's even at 2-2 to Boswell. There are a goodly number of Mets fans sprinkled in among this crowd here in Montreal. For the most part, people who have uh, come to Canada for a vacation at this time of year. I encountered a busload from Albany, New York at the entrance to the ballpark. There's a swing and a foul ball back at first. Now it's 2-2. Two -two. Carl Morton takes a moment, goes to the rosin bag. Steps up to look into Bateman. Med runners take their leads first and third. 2-2 delivery. Curveball. Swung on it. Just struck him out. First strike out for Morton. So the New York Mets got one run on three hits. No errors and two men left. In the middle.
of the first inning. The score is the Mets won and the Expos coming to bat. Hello, everyone. I'm Johnny Mack. On my show, from noon to three on WOKO, I feature Tammy Wynette. Sound of America, WOKO, 1460 Radio in Albany. WOKO brings you the best in good time music, all-American sports, and essential information 24 hours a day. Come on home to the Sound of America. Come on home to WOKO. And here's his first pitch. Hammered on the ground to the left side. Boy has it on the infield grass. Placed to first in time. And there's one away. That'll bring up the second baseman, Gary Sutherland, hitting 187, two homers, and nine runs batted in. By the way, if you're thinking of starting up a savings or checking account, drop into any convenient Chase Manhattan Bank. Remember, you've got a friend at Chase Manhattan, member FDIC. Night before last had a pinch home run here. Here's a, call, a pitch that's low for ball one. Sadecki delivers and it's swung on and in the air down the right field line. It's going to be a foul ball out of play. Yesterday and last night, the Pittsburgh Pirates beat the Chicago Cubs 2-1. to St. Louis Cardinals beat the Philadelphia Phillies 9-8. to San Francisco Giants shut out the Atlanta Braves 3 to nothing. The Mets beat Montreal 8-3. to Cincinnati beat Houston 5-2. to Here's a pitch taken low for a ball. And the Los Angeles Dodgers beat the San Diego Padres by a score of 7-5 to last night. So in the east, the Mets are on top. The power to a game and a half out. There's a swing and a base hit in the center field. Easy up for the ball. He plays it back. Sutherland turns and holds. That brings up the favorite son of Montreal fans, Rusty Storm.
10 homers and 43 runs batted in. Left-hand batter. Ray Sadecki deals, and it's low for a ball. The Mets are playing an infield of Art Shamsky at first, Ken Boswell at second, Bud Harrelson at short, and Joe Boy at third. Ken Singleton's in left, Tommy Agee in center, and Dave Marshall in right. That's in for a call strike. In the Western Division of the National League, the Cincinnati Reds are on top, and the Los Angeles Dodgers are now nine games back. Atlanta has dropped 13 and a half games off the pace. They're in third place in the West. 1-1 delivery. And it's in for a call strike two, one and two. The American League yesterday and last night, the Milwaukee Brewers beat Oakland three to one. Kansas City beat the Cal Angels two nothing. Minnesota swamped the Chicago White Sox nine one. Cleveland Indians shut out the Detroit Packers three nothing. Boston Red Sox shut out the New York Yankees four nothing. There's a swing and a miss, strike three. The Ducky struck him out. So La Grande Orange is out swinging. Two away, and Adolfo Phillips is coming up. Phillips is hitting 237. He has five home runs and 27 runs batted in. Washington Senators yesterday came from behind to beat the Baltimore Orioles by a score of 5-3. to three. Gary Sutherland is the runner at first. He takes the lead there. Shamsky holds against him. Sadecki checks and deals, and the pitch is in for a call strike to Phillips. In the American League East, Baltimore is on top, and the New York Yankees trail by three games in second place. In the West, the Minnesota Twins are on top, and the Cal Angels trail by three games. And it's in for a call, strike two. It's 0-2. Through the center fielder who's hitting in the cleanup slot today for our manager, Gene Mox, Montreal Expos. The Mets start today with a record of 38 wins and 32 losses. Montreal's won 27 and lost 44. Here's a two-strike delivery. Breaking low, and it gets away, and moving up to second base is Sutherland. Throw goes on into center field where it is blocked out there by Harrelson. Ray Sadecki had to hit the dirt, and he went flat on his back to get out of the way of that throw on down to second base as the ball got away. Phillips is one and two. Sutherland is at second base. It is scored as a pass ball charged against Jerry Grody. A pass ball charged against Grody allows Sutherland to move up to second. The Mets are leading here by a score of one to nothing. Montreal batting in the bottom of the first inning. Pitch is high for a ball. That San Diego Dodger game last night, San Diego had four home runs, but Don Sutton won his tenth game of the year for the Dodgers. 
This will be a 2-2 delivery. It's low. The count out full at 3-2. Coco LaVoy is on deck. Adolfo Phillips. Once with the Philadelphia Phillies. Longer with the Chicago Cubs. Then to these Montreal Expos and in the hospital last winter for an ulcer operation. Payoff pitch. Spow back and out of play. Count is four and three and two. Flashes a sign out now to race the Becky. Here's the payoff pitch. It's high and it's a walk. The first given up by the Becky. It gives the Expos runners at first and second and brings up Coco LeBoy. Seven right batted in. He had a home run here night before last that proved to be the winning run as Montreal won six to five. That's high and away for ball one. Sutherland is the runner at second. Phillips at first with two men out. Again, Sadek, he sets and deals. Playing and a ball into center field. A.G. is there, waiting, and he makes the count. So the side is out. With no other hit in the walk, no errors, and two left at the end of an inning. The score is the Mets one and Montreal nothing. The Mets' ninth annual old-timers game is set for Saturday night, July 11th at Shea Stadium, and it's going to be one of the big, big nights of the year. It'll be dedicated this year to Casey Stengel and his approaching 80th birthday. And a great many all-time, all-timers have been invited to come back to Shea that night and share in the festivities. People like Joe DiMaggio and Mickey Mantle, Whitey Ford and Yogi Berra. Jay Hook and Frank Thomas, Al Jackson, Roy Campanella, Carl Erskine, Eddie Sankey, Bobby Thompson, Carl Ferrillo, and Don Drysdale. Ruth Mark Claude and Frankie Frisch, Dave Van Goff and George Kelly. Al Lopez and Tony Cuccinello and Van Mungo. They'll be there along with many, many others on Saturday night, July 11th. We hope you'll be there. The New York Mets and these Montreal Expos will be playing in the regularly scheduled game of that date, Saturday night, July 11th at Shea. for the Pittsburgh Pirates, so they will move to 
the new stadium, which is nearer downtown. Here's a swing and a foul ball off to the right side and out of play. It's one and one. Gary Grody is on deck. That's a leading one to nothing. Here's a pitch that's tying a little tight. It's two and one to point. Hitting 226. Three home runs, 19 runs batted in. Swinging a ground ball to short. Big hop up to Bobby Wine. He guns over to Ron Fairley and Foy is out. One away, Jerry Grody's the batter. Hitting 189. He has two homers and 13 runs batted in. That's eight. Look at number 15. Jerry Grody. And his last 18 times at bat, Grody has eight hits. Morton delivers. Breaking pitch that slammed into center for a base hit for Grody. Rounds first and holds as Adolfo Phillips returns the ball. That's base hit number four for the Mets in this game. It brings up Ray Sadecki, left-hand batting pitcher. He's three for 18. Three runs batted in at 167. Ray Sadecki. Sadecki squares the third of one, watches the pitch high. Brody, the runner, is first. Sadecki looks down to Eddie Yost to see if the sacrifice is still on. Tommy Agee is on deck. Leading batter in the National League right now is Rico Cardi. His batting average is at 372. There's a swing, and it's popped up to the right side. Ron Fairley is there. He makes the catch. Brody holds it first. So two men out, the sack was taken off, and Sadecki was allowed to swing away. Now it's A.G. coming up. He opened up the ball game with a double to right.
come on, not now. Oh, no. Please, no. I've got to get to the doctor. Hey, how about a boy? Every summer, summer heat takes its toll on the highway. Overheating, vapor lock, frustration. Now, there's new FTP Keep Cool Radiator Treatment. Oh, and add a can of STP Keep Cool, will you please? Add STP Keep Cool Radiator Treatment to your car's cooling system, and it provides cooling relief, even when the going gets extra hot. STP Keep Cool helps make those summer engine problems a thing of the past. I remember once when I got stuck on an expressway during rush before summer heat stops you. Stop at your service station for a can of new STP Keep Cool Radiator Treatment. All summer long, it helps take the heat off your your engine. At Ford Field in Pittsburgh, the Chicago Cubs have scored again now. They lead the Pittsburgh Powers 2-1 going to the bottom of the seventh. Bill Hands against Bob Hurt. First game of doubleheader in St. Louis at the end of an inning. Cardinals 2 and the Phillies nothing. Jim Bunning 5-8 and eight against Mike Torres 5-7. and seven. That's the first game of a doubleheader. Right here, John Bateman's up. Right-hand batting catcher for Montreal. Here's Sadecki's pitch. It's high and away for a ball. Bateman is hitting 222, seven homers and 22 runs batted in. The Atlanta Braves are playing the San Francisco Giants, a doubleheader on the West Coast. Cincinnati is at Houston, and the San Diego Padres are at Los Angeles in single games. But there are three doubleheaders in the National League today. Here's a swing and a drive way back in right field at the wall.
Nobody on, nobody out. Bateman having opened up the inning with a home run. Slow and pops off the glove of Jerry Gertie. Rolls off to the right side. It's fouled off. It is fouled off to the count holes at 3-2. Just clicked off the bat and off the glove, so the count continues. Three balls and two strikes. Here's the payoff pitch. Swung on, have it on the ground at first. Taken by Shamsky. He jogs to the bag, making the play unassisted. So there's one away, and shortstop Bobby Wine is coming up. Hitting 197, he has two homers and 21 runs batted in. Bobby Wine from East North Fort Long Island, New York. He was sort of a bonus for these Montreal Expos and the expansion draft coming over from the Philadelphia Phillies. He was not initially chosen. He wasn't made available initially. Here's a pitch on away for a ball. But pitcher Larry Jackson was selected by Montreal and elected to retire. So the Phillies had to supply another ball player, and Bobby Wine was that ball player. Here's a swing and a line drive in the center. E.G. is over, and he makes the catch. Carl Morton's coming up now. He's six for 35. He has two doubles, two runs batted in, hitting 171. That's one in the Expos one. Bottom of the second inning. Jerry Park in Montreal. fastball in for a call strike. On the previous road trip of the Mets, they went to Atlanta, Cincinnati, and Houston and had uh, their most disastrous record ever under Gil Hodges, 2-6. and six. Here's a swing and a miss. 0-2 oh, the count. Now on this road trip, they come into this game today having won six and lost one on the trip. Two-strike delivery to Morton. Long on it on the ground to third. Big hop up to Joe Foy. He plays it across to Shamsky. Reaches high to pull it down, and the side is out. One run on one hit. No errors and none left. The end of two innings. The score is the Expos one and the Mets one. With everything a change in the world about the bus, it's nice for that McDonald's. They got French fries you can trust. You can buy a bag and eat them up. They'll always be McDonald's has the best French fries the world has ever seen, or tasted, or thought about, and it makes the potato proud, so leave all the French fries. Everybody knows McDonald's French fries are the world's best. McDonald's can put good food in your family and change you back in your pocket. If you're getting kind of hungry and you want to eat quick, if you're starving and you're hurried, then here's a little trick. You just dip into McDonald's and haul off, fill her up. We'll fill you up with goodies and hardly interrupt your schedule. Because we're fast. Pretty near a lightning bolt. And Mason, too. If there's anything to equal McDonald's good taste, it's McDonald's fast service. McDonald's can put good food in your family and change back in your pocket. We will be back. The New York Mets come up here now in the third inning and coming in for the play-by-play, Ralph Kiner. Thank you, Lindsey Nelson, and hi, everyone. Bud Harrelson will lead off for the Mets. Bud batting for the second time. He fought out the right field his first time up. 
And the first pitch is high, and Harrelson was out to bunt his way on. Taken high for a ball. Match one run, four hits, no errors. Montreal, one run, two hits, no errors. Ray Sadecki hooked up with Carl Morton, and the right-hander back, and the ball is fouled straight back, and the count one ball and one strike. It'll be Bud Harrelson, Ken Singleton, and Art Chamsky for Carl Morton here in the third. Morton with a lifetime record of seven wins and eight losses. This year he has won seven and lost five. One and one against the Mets. This is his 15th start. 1-1 pitch, grounded off Harrelson's foot, and Bud goes right to the ground, turning over and now getting up, and that one hurts. Bud hitting 279. has more extra base hits than he had all last season, already this year. 11 doubles, 6 triples, 1 home run. He's driven in 23 runs. Now Bud okay, back in the batter's box to count one ball, two strikes. Then Morton with his next delivery. Hit on the ground to the second baseman, Gary Sutherland, to throw to first base after the catch this time for the out. That'll bring up Ken Singleton with one away. Let's keep America beautiful. Let's keep it clean. The people at Ryan Gold ask you to do your part. Singleton singled his first time up. He now has six base hits and 20 times up for a 300 batting average. He went 0 for 9 his first nine times up in the majors. Then he pops the first pitch up to center field. Coming over the center fielder, Adolfo Phillips. So two up and two away, and it brings up Art Chamsky. Art grounded, pardon me, popped up the second his first time up. Brought a five-game hitting streak into the ball game. Art hitting 321. Six home runs, 28 runs batted in. One-one ball. and more is yours in baseball's number one buy. The all-new 1970 New York Mets yearbook. To order your copy by mail, simply send $1 cash, check, or money order to Mets Yearbook, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. And be sure to include your name and address. Near the bottom of the third inning, the tie ball game, 1-1. As Ray Sadecki pitches against the Montreal Expos and duels with Carl Morton. Mets got the first run of the ball game in the first inning. Montreal tied it up in the bottom of the second on a home run by John Bateman. And the leadoff batter for the Expos will be Don Hahn, batting for the second time. He saw one pitch his first time up and grounded out the third. Hahn hitting 254, right-hand batter. Ray Sadecki been reached for two hits. The Mets have four in the ballgame. And Sadecki's first pitch, fastball too low, it's ball one. Hahn has no home runs. He has two runs batted in. He has 17 hits and 67 times to the plate. And the left-hander back, and the 1-0 pitch is popped up. Fly ball to center field. A.G. waiting now moves in. The wind drifts the ball to his left. He gets under it and makes the catch. And we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. WOKO, Albany, New York. The temperature reading 71 degrees. Time 3 o'clock. Time to open a big dividend savings account at Cohoes Savings Bank. Offices in Latham and Cohoes. Rob Kiner along with Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Now the batter is Gary Sutherland, who has one of the two hits 
off race the He singled the center field his first time up, and the pitch is low, and it's ball one. Gary, with a 192 average, has had two hits and three times up against the Mets. One of them a pinch hit home run. Pitch back, a fastball low, it's two balls, no strike. It was Gary's second home run of the year. Came with a man on base. He now has nine RBIs in 53 ball game. Right-hand batter, the 2-0 pitch. Hit to the second baseman, Ken Boswell. Ken fields the ball, throws over to Shamsky at first, two away. Now to bring up Rusty Staub, who was struck out his first time up. Rusty hitting 283. Three for eight in the series. Got three hits in the first ball game of this series. One of them a two-run home run. Rusty with a total of 10 home runs and 43 RBI. 1-1 game, two men out, bottom half of the third. Staub, a left-hand batter, chokes up in the bat. First pitch, a curveball. It's inside and high. It's ball one. Staub was struck out in the curve his first time up. Sort of on a half swing. And the 1-0 pitch. Curveball, it's low. And it's two balls and no strike. As we've been mentioning, he's been nicknamed up here in Montreal, a bilingual country, Le Grand Orange, which in English would be translated, I guess, Big Red. Two open, fouled off. And the cat, two balls and one strike. Rusty with a big shock of red hair. See it all around the ballpark. Now at 2-1, Sadecki takes the sign, goes into the windup, and the pitch. Fastball fouled off, and again, Sudol's hit by a foul tip. That's the second time in the ball game, and that one evidently got him somewhere down around the chin. Of course, he had his mask on, but still a lot of shock. And you can also get cut by the fact your mask is on. Appears to be all right. Been a tough day so far for Ed Sudol. And he is all right as he puts the mask back on after checking it out for any larger spacings than normal. Two balls, two strikes. Stop out of the batter's box now gets back in. And the pitch. Curveball, it is inside. And the count goes full to three and two. Zadecki has walked one batter. It was Adolfo Phillips on a 3-2 pitch. He has struck out one. That was Rusty Staub his first time up. Here's the pitch. Curveball, it is just outside. And Rusty Staub walked. That puts a potential go-ahead run on his first base with two men out here in the bottom half of the third. It brings up Adolfo Phillips. Adolfo with his walk his first time up keeping his average at 237 he's a right hand batter three home runs ten runs batted in Stop with a good size lead at first the first pitch is hit foul high in the air on the third base side and the ball out of play Stop back to first base, and amazingly, Rusty leads the club in stolen bases. He has 10 and 15 attempts. He is not considered to be too fast. 
another fellow who is not considered to be too fast, who is second to Rusty in stolen bases, was seven out of eight. Ron Fairley. Expos don't run a whole lot. They've had 36 stolen bases with 15 men thrown out. Now the pitch to Phillips. It's inside. Fastball missing. One ball, one strike. Mets have a big running ball club this year. They have had 74 stolen bases with 28 thrown out. One ball, one strike. And the pitch. It is inside. Phillips backs away. Two balls, one strike. Phillips steps out of the batter's box, takes a practice swing, now gets back in. One-one ball game. Expos with the runner at first. Two men out, bottom half of the third. And the pitch. Grounded to the shortstop, but Harrelson, he takes the easy way, throws to Boswell after feeling the ball. Covering at second base for the fourth play that ends the inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. A walk and one man left on. And the score at the end of three. The New York Mets won. The Montreal Expos won. I am a
Mets and Expos have met seven times this year, and the Expos have won four of the seven ball games played. Here's the 1-1 one, one pitch, way outside, high two, and it's two and one. One of the wins against the Mets was a 2 nothing victory by Carl Morton over Tom Seaver. Now Morton at 2-1, pitching to Dave Marshall. And the pitch is popped up to shallow center field. Dolfo Phillips has plenty of time to get under it. He does and makes a catch. One away in the top of the fourth. It brings up Ken Boswell. Ken Boswell. Boswell batting 269. He struck out his first time up. He has hit in nine of his last ten ballgames. Boswell, a left-hand batter, being played fairly shallow in center, deep and right, and just about straight away. First pitch, popped up in foul territory, and the ball going out of play. One strike count. I told you earlier, we've got a capacity crowd and then some. Standing room only. Mets have drawn over 21,000 in each of the two previous ball games. More than that here today, maybe 30. Ground ball chopped out towards first but foul. Ballpark capacity. 28,456. So we should have more than that in the ballpark, which Danny Room and the center field and right field areas beyond the home run fence. Two strike count on Boswell, Carl Morton taking the signs. And now into the windup. And the pitch. Foul back out of play. Expos have drawn more so far this year than they did last. They're over at the 500,000 mark in paid attendance. And they might have a chance here today with this crowd to break the three-date attendance mark that they have set up originally. Next pitch is outside. It's one and two. The high for a three-game set is 68,584 against Pittsburgh this year. Next pitch is popped up back a third, going back Coco Lavoy to the outfield grass, and he makes it catch. That'll bring up Joe Foy. Joe is 0 for 1 in the ballgame. Batting 224 for the year in the series, he's had two hits and six times up. Pitches a ground ball through the middle in the center field off the first pitch, a base hit for Foy. So the Mets get their fifth base hit and have a runner in first base with two men out here in the fourth inning. And the batter coming up, Jerry Grody. Well, the Mets have yet to try to steal a base in this series. Bateman has a strong throwing arm, but primarily the reason for not attempting any stolen bases is the fact that they have not been in position right here with Grody batting two men away and the pitcher up after Jerry. 
see how they play it. Joe Foy has 13 stolen bases and 19 tries. And the first pitch quickly to the plate is a pitch out, but Foy was not running this ball one. So the Expos looking for the stolen base. The Mets have 74 successful attempts this year. Out of 112, throw to first base Foy back easily. Brody has been on a hot hitting streak, single his first time up. And the next pitch is inside a fastball, it's ball two. Brody now with his average of 195. On this road trip, he has hit very well. Nine hits in his last 19 times up. Next pitch is hit down the right field line. The ball curving over toward foul territory, and it is out of play. Long run by Rusty Staub and also the second baseman, Gary Sullivan, but it hit between them about 10 or so feet away. So they count now two balls and one strike. Mets have averaged eight runs per game on this road trip, not including this game, which is at 1-1. They have batted at 3.04 as a team over the last 14 games. Have a team average now at 2.45. Now pitch low and it's three balls and one strike. Well, we'll see whether or not four will be running with the pitch. Morton sets. Foy does not go and the curveball is outside and low and it's ball four. Carl Foy goes to second on the walk to Jerry Grody. That is the first walk issued by Carl Morton. And it brings up the pitcher, Ray Sadecki. Ray popped the first base his first time up. Batting 154 for the year with three hits and 19 times up. Ray is a left-hand batter and is regarded as a good hitting pitcher. He has three RBIs. And the first pitch, a curve on inside, ball one. Tie ball game, 1-1. One, one. Two men out, top of the fourth. The Mets with runners at first and second. Carl Morton, right-hand pitcher. And his pitch to Sadecki is in, a fastball. Out over the plate at the knees. And the count, one ball, one strike. is capable of hitting the ball out of the ballpark. 1-1 one, one pitch, grounded out to the second baseman, Gary Sutherland. He has it, throws the first inside the time. No runs, one hit, no errors, a walk, and two men left on, and the score in the middle of the fourth inning. The Mets won, the Expos won. When you drive on Michelin X Radio tires from Weinberg, a safety belt of steel cord right under the tread acts like a powerful protective shield to keep out glass, nails, and other sharp objects. The belt virtually eliminates punctures. So give yourself real driving peace of mind. Get Michelin X Radios. You get great traction and save on gas, too. At Weinberg Tires, you can get complete front-end care. So visit Weinberg Tires, 935 Central Avenue, Albany. The Capital District's oldest and largest Michelin dealer. If storage is your problem, call Vogel Van and Storage. Whatever your storage needs are, Vogel can handle them and handle them expertly. Vogel 
modern packaging techniques and materials. Call Vogel Van and Storage, 436-4881, 436-4881, and call today. And remember, Vogel Van and Storage is a WOKO Community Club Award sponsor. Lyle, the ninth inning. 
One one pitch. Apparently a good curve. It's over. Strike call. One and two. Ron grounded the first base his first time up. Batting 270 for the year. Had a long home run in the series. It was his sixth. He's had 36 RBIs. Went over the second fence there at Jerry Park. Curveball low and away. Two balls and two strikes. Time he hit it, there was nobody in the swimming pool, which is out there. Right now, he could hurt somebody if he hit one that far. Two balls, two strikes. And Sadecki with a curve. It is in there for a call, strike three. And Sadecki backs Ron Fairley out of the batter's box with that curve and struck him out. Second strikeout for Ray Sadecki. And a one, two, three inning. And the score at the end of four. take an awful lot of money to be able to afford a dark cigar. And even then, a lot of dark cigars came out a little strong. Now there's a dark cigar that smokes light. White Owl Dark. Our wrapper of broadleaf tobacco grows in the sun instead of the shade. The sun and a little extra curing and aging make the tobacco ripe and mild. Try this. Light up an expensive dark cigar. Then light up our White Owl Back and out of play. 
Bob Lewis was relieved by Dave Justy in the eighth inning for the Pirates. Bill Hans was relieved by Larry Gura, and he in turn was relieved by Phil Riggin for Leo DeRocher's Chicago Cubs. Here to strike one pitch to Bud Harrelson. Curveball, low and inside. It's one and one. And in the first of two in New York, the Red Sox defeated the Yankees 5-3 to three as Ken Brett got the win and Mel Stottlemyre took the loss. That's in for a call strike three. Or rather call strike two, I beg your pardon. Fastball down the pipe. One and two as Ed Sudol made the exaggerated call of strike two. Ken Singleton's kneeling in the on-deck circle. Bateman flashes a sign. Here's the one-two pitch. Swung on, hammered on the ground. Foul back of first out of play. Got holds at one and two. The first of two at Chicago. Midway of the fourth inning, the Minnesota Twins are leading the White Sox five to nothing. Tom Hall against Joel Harlan. Harmon Killebrew hit his 19th homer in the third with one on for the Minnesota Twins. One-two pitch curveball way high. Two-two. And in the first of two at Detroit at the end of two innings, Cleveland four, the Detroit Tigers one. Sam McDowell against Earl Wilson, who is relieved by John Hiller in the second inning. The end of six innings, Baltimore two, Washington two. Jim Harden against George Burnett, relieved by Joe Grisant in the seventh. Ground ball hammered up the middle, across the back for a base hit. Taken by Adolfo Phillips and played back. There's a seeing eye ground ball up the middle. Base hit number six for the Mets. They pick up a base runner now with one man out and Ken Singleton comes up. He's one for two, switch hitter batting left. Batting average right now stands at 286. All right, moves up on deck. Plate umpire Ed Sudol is rubbing up the ball now for a moment, placing the palm of his hand down in the dirt, and now rubs up the ball. We're tossing it back out there to pitcher Carl Morton. Stretch, Morton checks. The pitch to Singleton's in for a call strike. Score is tied here, 1-1. In Kansas City, the California Angels and the Royals are playing a doubleheader today. The end of three innings, a 1-1 tie. Tom Murphy against Jim Rooker. Here's a swing, and it is popped up foul back of the plate. Bateman coming back near the screen, but can't get it. It's out of play. Two strikes to Singleton. Amos Otis hit his seventh homer of the year in the first inning with nobody on for Kansas City. The Oakland A's and the Milwaukee Brewers are playing two in the middle of the fourth inning first game. Oakland four, Milwaukee nothing. Diego Segui against Bob Bowen. Campy Campaneris homered in the third with one on his ninth. And Dave Duncan homered in the fourth with one on his seventh. Both for Oakland. Fourth inning in St. Louis, first game of a doubleheader. The Phillies two and the St. Louis Cardinals now three. 
as Joe Torrey did his tenth home of the year in the bottom of the fourth with nobody on. Jim Bunning against Mike Torres. First game of a doubleheader in San Francisco at the end of an inning. Atlanta nothing, the Giants nothing. Jim Nash against Juan Marichal. Here's a pitch to single and foul off and out of play. The count holds at 0-2. In the middle of the first inning in Houston, Cincinnati 2 and the Astros coming to bat. Gary Nolan against Don Wilson. Pete Rose and Bobby Tolan have had first inning home runs. For Cincinnati, number eight for Rose, number nine for Tolan. San Diego Padres play the Dodgers in Los Angeles in a latest start. Two strike delivered to Singleton. Inside, it's one and two. Mets are batting here in the top of the fifth inning with a runner at first and one man out. A one-two delivery. Come on, it belted down the right field line, a foul ball. Strung out there by Ken Single and Harrelson off and running around at second. He's getting back across the infield, returning to first. John Bateman walks out to have a word with his pitcher, Carl Morton. The Mets got a run the top of the first inning here today when Tommy Agee doubled down the right field line. He was moved over to third on Kenny Singleton's base hit. And with two men out, Dave Marshall singled to center to drive in the one run. Then Bateman hit a home run to account for the Montreal run in the bottom of the second. And we have a 1-1 tie here right now in the top of the fifth. Taking the lead. This will be a one-two pitch on the way. Swung on it on the ground to second base. Could be a double play. Double at the line to Fairley. X-Radio Tire, the world's first radio featuring a safety belt of steel wrapped around each tire right under the tread. Virtually eliminates punctures and blowouts. Plus, you get solid driving control, steady braking power, and great gas mileage. At Weinberg Tires, you can get complete brake and front-end care. Two expert mechanics always on hand. So, visit Weinberg Tires today and take good care of your car. Weinberg Tires, 935 Central Avenue, Albany, the Capital District's oldest and largest Michelin dealer. save a lot of money on beer and soda? Want to shop quickly while doing it? The big free discount beverage centers sell nothing but beverages. Sell them in volume. You get the savings by six-pack or case. Fast service, direct to your car. No checkout lines. Save yourself time and money at the big three. Albany Beverage Discount Center at the sign of the Giant. Wolf Road in Colony. Marty's Discount Beverage, 218 4th Street in Troy. Glenville Beverage, 53 Freeman Bridge Road, Schenectady. The big three. Open seven days a week. to the bottom of the fifth, but first we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WOKO, Albany, New York. Temperature reading 74 degrees. Cahoe's Savings Bank time 3.30. Time to take advantage of student loans at Cahoe's Savings Bank. This is Lindsey Nelson with Bob Murphy and Ralph Kiner at Jerry Park in Montreal. Bobby Wine is up for the Expos in the bottom of the fifth, facing left-hand pitcher Ray Sedecki. 
Line has been up one time, and he lined out to center field. Here's a swing and a one-hop It is an error charged against Shamsky. His first error of the year. Well, that was a hard hit ball. And it is the official scorer's prerogative to call it either way. He elected to call it an error. And it is Shamsky's first error of the year. That brings up Carl Morton. He's been up one time and he grounded out. Third to first. The Pittsburgh Pirates got one run in the bottom of the eighth inning. So going to the ninth inning at Forbes Field, first game of a doubleheader, it's Pittsburgh three and the Chicago Cubs two. Sadecki now off the stretch. Boy creeping in at third. Here's the ball running up the first baseline. Sadecki is up with it. He goes to Boswell. The sack goes one four and it moves. Wines at second base. The Dunkey fielded, took the full pivot, and pegged a little wide, but Ken Boswell gave it a big stretch to pull it in. Now, with a score tied 1-1, it's the Expos who have a runner in second with one man out. Hahn has grounded out third to first and slide to center. The Dunkey sets up and checks. Now the pitch to the right-hand batter, a little high for a ball. Jerry Grody sends out the sign. Here's the pitch inside low. Jerry Sutherland is waiting on deck. Houston Astros got a run in the bottom of the first inning, so in the top of the second, it's Cincinnati 2 and Houston 1. There's a pitch in for a call strike. It's 2 and 1 to Don Hahn. Wind going out toward right here this afternoon at Jerry Park in Montreal. Third game of a three-game series. Montreal won on Friday night. The Mets won last night. There's a swing and a ground ball hammered to third. Fair ball taken by Foy. Throws low. Dug out at first by Shamsky for the putout. Holding at second base is Bobby Wine. Two men out. Play went from third to first. Foy to Shamsky. Gary Sutherland is one for two here this afternoon. He had a pinch home run night before last. He's batting 191 for the season. to the right-hand batter. The outfield defense of the Mets is set up, shaded toward right, playing Sutherland to go to the opposite field. Marshall and right moved way over near the line. Here's the pitch, swung on and hit hard to short. Bobble for a moment by Harrison. He picks it up and makes the play in time for the out. But Harrison bobbled it for a moment but 
recovered in time to gun it all over to Shamsky and retire the side. So, in the bottom of the fifth, it's no runs, no hits, and error on one left. The end of five innings of play, the score is the Mets one and Montreal one. This is Duffy Dyer of the New York Mets. When I'm in the Tri-Cities, I catch Tom Rambler each morning between 6 and 9. He doesn't know much about baseball, but he plays great music on the sound of America. W-O-K-O, Albany. This is Tom Rambler, and whenever I'm in New York, I always catch Duffy Dyer and the world champion New York Mets at Shea. Duffy's right. I don't know much about baseball, but I do know music. Why don't you join Duffy Dyer and the world champion Mets? Come on home to the all-American sound of W-O-K-O. You're listening to the sound of America. W-O-K-O, 1460 Radio in Albany. W-O-K-O brings you the best in good time music, all-American sports, and essential information 24 hours a day. Sound of America. Come on home to WOKO. Five innings to play here in Montreal. It's the New York Mets. One run, six hits, one error. And the Montreal Export, one run, two hits, and no error. Our champs keep coming up for the Mets. He brought a five-game hitting streak into today's game. So far, he's gone 0 for 2. He popped a second and grounded out pitcher to first. And the pitch hits in front of the plate, comes in on one big hop, and it's ball one. The New York Mets and the Pittsburgh Pirates will meet tomorrow night at Shea Stadium. Tom Seaver against Steve Blatt. one delivery. Low and inside. It's 2-0. playing him to pull. Just swinging a foul ball back and out of play. It's two and one. Still called Lavoie, the third baseman. Way over. Near the rim of the infield grass about where the shortstop would be playing. And they move shortstop Bobby Wine way around, almost behind the bag at second. They have Gary Sutherland swung way around and one side onto the outfield grass and right. Here's a pitch low. It's three and one now to Shamsky. Morton has struck out one and walked one. He walked Jerry Grody in the fourth inning, and he struck out Ken Boswell in the first inning. 3-1 delivery. Inside. It's a leadoff walk to Shamsky. Second walk issued by Morton, and now it's the Mets to pick up a leadoff base runner. Dave Marshall's coming up. He singled the drive in the Mets run in the first inning. He flies the center in the fourth inning. Ron Fairley is holding against the runner Art Shamsky at first as Morton sets up. Pitch to the left-hand batter. Curveball in there for a call strike. Boswell's on deck.
taking just a moment before getting ready to work again. Nobody out. Mets are batting in the top half of the sixth inning. Here's the two-strike delivery. Low for a ball, and it's one and two. Gary Park this afternoon for the final game of a three-game series between the defending world champion Mets and the Montreal Expos. Here's a swing and a drive down the right field line, and it is a fair ball, one half out there to stop. Chamsky's on his way to third, and he pulls up safely. No play on him, and Marshall pulls up at first with his second hit of the day. A single down the right field line that sent Chamsky from first to third. Mets have two men on, nobody out, and Tim Boswell is coming up. Boswell struck out in the first inning, and he popped to third in the fourth inning. He's hitting 267 for the year. Manager Gene Mott is going out to the mound, and just now he's going to get a little something started down in the bullpen area. Knuckleballer Howie Reed goes down to throw in the bullpen area now for Montreal as Gene Mott talks to Carl Morton. Mott turns is marching back towards the dugout. The little general, they call it. Chansky's the middle runner at third. Dave Marshall is the runner at first. Interpretation on the part of the call that Burkhardt made. And now 
When the fly ball left the plate, it appeared to be an easy catch for Hahn, so you keep an eye on the base runner. It died in front of him, and he made a diving catch. Jamski was tagged up at the time and came on. And then the catch was made for Hahn. He had no play. In my opinion, Jamski definitely tagged up after the catch. Bob Murphy, do you have an opinion? I have to honestly say, Lindsay, I think the umpires blew the play by a mile. Burkhardt had to watch the left fielder because of the trap possibility. It was up to Sudol to pick the play up, and it apparently uh, didn't see it the way we saw it. Hodges is a lonely figure now disappearing down in the right field corner. There is no runway from the dugout to the locker room, so he had to walk the length of the track down to the right field corner, and it just disappeared around the corner. So it's a 1-1 tie, and Rusty Staub is up in the bottom of the sixth, and here is Ray Sadecki's pitch. Inside high for a ball to stop. who struck out in walks so far. Hodges battling for the one run that would have put the Mets ahead here. As there was confusion galore on the play. Now the pitch swung on and popped up foul. It's coming back out of play. First of all, Eddie Yost thought that Ken Burkhardt had made the call, doubling Chamsky, and so Yost was out protesting that. Burkhardt then indicated he hadn't made that call. His call was on the play and left. His point, Marshall, who was the base runner at first, tagged and moved on to second. And then to the opinion that the Mets were still alive in the inning, then it was that Sudol indicated he had made a call about charging Chamsky with leaving. I think one of the things that infuriated Gill so much, too, is he felt that the umpires let Gene Mock call the play. Now the 1-1 delivery, and it's high for a ball. Two and one. Naturally, Mock is trying for every advantage he can get. That's good baseball, but that has to infuriate the other manager. This will be a 2-1 pitch now to Rusty Stahl. And it's low. Sadecki goes behind 3-1. He has struck out two, and he has walked two here today. Lindsay, if memory serves me, this is only the second time Gill has been thrown out since managing the Mets. The first time was in Philadelphia, and it also involved Kenny Burkhardt. This will be a 3-1 delivery. Swung on and hit deep to right if it stays there. It's out of here. But it is a foul ball. A foul ball way down and out of the ballpark in the right field corner. That runs the count full in three and two to Rusty Stahl. in and waiting once again. Ray Sadecki with the pitch. Swung on it on the ground. Through in the hole in right field for a base Picked up and played back by Marshall. It's a leadoff single for Rusty Staub here in the sixth inning. Adolfo Phillips will be the batter. and grounded into a fourth play so far today. He's a right-hand batter playing center field. Sadecki's pitch is punted up into the air, foul to the right side, no play. As Brody tries to get over there, but it rolls off into the Mets dugout. Manager Gene Mark of the Expos had the sacrifice on. Adolfo Phillips punted it up into the air, but foul off to the right side. No play could be made on the ball. It's strike one. 
Here's the final score in the first game at Ford Field. The Pilots have defeated Leo DeRoche's Chicago Cubs by a score of three to two. The Cubs have lost nine in a row now. The Mets having swept a five-game series from them earlier this week. They had lost the doubleheader last Sunday to the St. Louis Cardinals. That ball is bunted on and fouled off, so it is strike two. The losing pitcher for Chicago today, Bill Hand. The winner is Dave Jesty for the Pittsburgh Pirates. They have another yet to play on this, the last day for Major League Baseball to be played at Venerable Forbes Field. A ballpark that was opened in 1909. A no-hitter has never been pitched in all the history of Forbes Field. They've got one more shot at it. Two-strike pitch hung on and popped up to the left side. A towering infield pop. And now it is Boswell who's going to play it in behind the mound. No advance for Rusty Staub. That'll bring up Coco Lavoie. Flies the center and grounded out during the first. Score is tied here 1-1 in the bottom of the sixth inning. Texas lead at first base. Rudy sends out the sign to Sadecki. Now the pitch. High away for a ball. 1-0 to LaVoy with John Bateman waiting on deck. Here's a 1-0 pitch. The glove of Grody, he retrieves, comes up in throwing position. No advance for Rusty Staub at first. Count is 2 0. Yeah. 
was out for a moment at the mound talking to Sadecki. Now he comes back behind the plate. With the score tied 1-1, it's the Expos who are making a bid here now at the bottom of the sixth. They have runners at first and second and one man out. Sadecki checks and here's the pitch. Swung on and missed in strike one. Bateman's hitting 225 for the year. The Mets would be hopeful here of getting the ground ball for a possible shot at the double play. Bateman is followed in the batting order by Ron Fairley. Runners lead at first and second. Pitch is on, hit on the ground to Foy. There's one, he goes to Boswell. And the throw to first, the double play. Five, four, three, and the side is retired. It went from Foy to Boswell to Shamsky. No runs, two hits, throws, and one left. The end of six full innings of play, the score is still tied. The Mets won, and Montreal won. I am a
Bob Murphy with Ralph Kainer and Lindsey Nelson, top of the seventh inning. One out and nobody on, Ray Sadecki facing Carl Morton. And a line drive hit hard into right field, a base hit. Taken on one hop by Rusty Staub and played back in. Well, Grody puts Staub up against the fence in right center, and Sadecki lashes one into right field for a clean hit. It brings up Tommy Agee. Tommy has one for three. Tommy has scored the Mets' only run of the game after a fly ball double in the first inning. Single to right by Sebecki, the eighth in the ball game for the New York Mets. Now Morton checks the runner, down comes the pitch. Fouled off. A.G. was holding up on his swing, didn't mean to hit it. Bud Harrelson will be hitting next. Weather-wise, an absolutely sensational day. An overflow crowd for the final game of this three-game series. In comes the pitch to Tommy, a swing and a miss, and the count is strike two. with a two-strike advantage facing aging. Tommy hitting 276. Low and inside, one ball and two strikes. Tommy would like to make good contact to the opposite field. The wind is blowing to right. Now it's under the knees and Agee takes the two balls and two strikes. Tommy has 30 RBIs in the last 25 ball games. Total for the year now is up to 41. Now the stretch. The 2-2 delivery. Ground ball at wrapped toward the hole on through left field of base Ray Sadecki turns second. He'll hold there. And the Mets are threatening again. They have runners on first and second. Tommy Agee's second hit of the game.
York has out-hit the Expos 9-4, but the game is tied 1-1. That scored in the first inning. The Expos tied the game in the second on John Bateman's home run to right field. Ken Singleton batting left against the right-hander Morton. Now Morton up in pitching position. Kicks the leg, down comes the arm. And a fastball inside, ball one. Gil Hodges has Kenny Singleton batting third in the order. Cleanup batter Shamsky kneels on deck. Pitch to Singleton. Look out. Way inside. And Singleton winds up on his back. Two balls and no strikes. Kenny gets up to dust himself off and readjusts the batting helmet. Ray Sadecki on second base. Tommy Agee on first, two men away. The 2 0 pitch by Morton, a fastball over the inside corner of strike. So it's two and one. wind ripping out toward right field. Every seat taken, an overflow crowd. Many fans watching the game standing behind the outfield fence. Now Ken Singleton cocks the bat. And a foul ball if he tried to get away from an inside pitch. It may have hit him. It did hit him and the bases are loaded. Singleton fell away from the plate on an inside pitch. Now here comes Gene Mock, and he's walking out to the mound. Art Shamsky will be coming up with a base loaded.
won and the Montreal Expos won. Very heavy event. You haven't heard about it as yet. The New York Mets have an excellent color movie in their film library, which is available at no cost to schools, clubs, and organizations. The film titled Look Who's Number One captures many of the highlights of the 1969 season at Shea Stadium. Unquestionably, one of the greatest years in baseball history. And it's a movie every baseball fan should see. So make your reservation now for this outstanding 16-meter sound production by addressing your request on official school or club stationery to the Mets Film Department, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York. The zip code is 11368. Left on. 
At the end of seven, the New York Mets won, the Montreal Expos won. Leave the fact your duster is waiting for you at Whitbeck's Autorama, your authorized Plymouth Chrysler and Imperial dealer. Your duster in your color and at your price. Now's the time to learn why no one walks from Whitbeck, where it's always... At Whitbeck Motors, 6th Avenue, Troy. When you're in the hospital, you shouldn't have to worry about bills piling up. Your only worry should be about getting well. You should be able to simply lie there with your radio on and hum along with us. Think about it. two for three today, leading off against Carl Morton. The Mets have out hit the Expos nine to four, but Mr. Morton has been very difficult in the gym. Now the pitch. Taken high and away, one ball and no strikes. Ken Boswell on deck and then Joe Foy. Mets have had nine hits today, but they've all been singles except that fly ball double by Tommy Agee in the first inning. That led to the only run the Mets have in the ballgame. Mets got their run on three Texas League hits in the opening inning. One ball, no strikes to Marshall. Dave, a left-hand hitter. Now Morton over the head. Down comes the arm. A swing and a miss and a high heart It's one ball and one strike. Now the Pirates are just a game behind the mess after winning the first game of the doubleheader from Chicago, 3-2. to Taken high. Should the Mets lose this game and the Pirates sweep two, the Mets and the Pirates would open that series of shade tomorrow night and a tie for first place. Now Bateman setting up the target. The 2-1 pitch. It's high, and Marshall lays off. It goes to three and one. Center fielder, Adolfo Phillips. Shades to right center against Dave Marshall. Pitching three and one. And a fly ball hit in the air to right field. Back goes Rusty. Stop. Back toward the fence. He reaches for it, and he can't get it. Third hit of the game. 
pitch to Kenny Boswell is inside ball Bob S. Marshall's eighth base hit in 15 times up against the Expos this year. I believe his second home run against fly ball to right center field. Adolfo Phillips gliding slowly over toward the alley, and he has it. He had a, a home run previously here at Montreal off Bill Stoneman. So Dave Marshall has now homered off his former teammate, Gaylord Perry, off John, Bill Stoneman of the Expos and Joe Decker of the Cubs. Nobody on. Joe Foy is the batter. And he takes a letter-high fastball. Strike one call. Ron Taylor gets up in the New York bullpen. Harry Reed in the Montreal bullpen. Joe Foy, one for three. And he hits this one high into the air to left center. Adolfo Phillips coming over. Now is under it and makes the catch in shallow left center. Two outs, nobody on. Jerry Grody will be hitting. The outfielders must have a real difficult time seeing in this ballpark in the daytime because on that play, Don Hahn, the left fielder, was streaking the deep left center field, and the ball was caught in very shallow left center by the center fielder. Had it been up to Hahn to catch that ball, it would have been very embarrassing to him. Now Jerry Grody is up. Jerry, one for two and a walk. Curve outside, ball one. Jerry didn't miss a home run by much his last time at bat. He put Staub on the warning track and right by the fence in right center field. It is hard to make one run stand up in this ballpark. And the pitch by Carl Morton, inside and low, two balls and no strikes. points out the prevailing wind blows to right field and it's a small ballpark to begin with. Next pitch to Grody. Ground ball hit toward the hole. Base hit going into left field. Well, Jerry Grody now has 10 hits in his last 20 times at bat. Jerry's bat springing alive on this road swing. It has helped the Mets immeasurably. Mets now have 10 hits in the game, and Ray Sadecki comes up. Ray got a base hit his last time at bat. Carl Morton delivers. It's in the dirt, but Bateman keeps the ball in front of him. No advance by Jerry Grody. Everybody in the lineup now has at least one hit, with the exceptions of Shamsky and Boswell. Lefty John O'Donoghue hustling down to the bullpen now, along with Howie Reed. And a fly ball hit to right center. Staff coming in on this is there, and he has it to the eye. One run, two hits, no errors, one left. And the score in the middle of the eighth inning here at Jerry Park in Montreal, the New York Mets 2. Montreal Expos 1. This is Johnny K inviting you to tune in the all-night show. You might hear the Johnny K dancers. Here we go! You might even hear the Johnny K acrobat. Ladies and gentlemen, I wish you could see this. You would serve at a party. That's the 
Johnny K All Night Show heard Monday through Saturday at 12 midnight. You'll even get a chance to hear the Johnny K Choir. When you're in the hospital, you shouldn't have to worry about bills piling up. Your only worry should be about getting well. You should be able to simply lie there with your radio on and hum along with us. Jim Nelson has won two and lost none. 
stretch by Ray Sadecki. And the pitch to stop inside ball one. Cardinals got a run in the seventh inning to regain the lead over the Phillies, five to four. This will be a new attendance record for a three-game series in Montreal. Montreal 
York scores three, and the New York Mets two. And here's something I think you'll enjoy. Weinberg Tires has the Michelin X Radio Tire, the world's first radio featuring a safety belt of steel wrapped around each tire right under the tread. Virtually eliminates punctures and blowouts. Plus, you get solid driving control, steady braking power, and great gas mileage. At Weinberg Tires, you can get complete brake and front end care. Two expert mechanics always on hand, so visit Weinberg Tires today and take good care of your car. Weinberg Tires, 935 Central Avenue, Albany, the Capital District's oldest and largest Michelin dealer. Say, uh, what is that? What does it look like? Well, it looks like the beginning of a giant jar of peanut butter. Hey, it kind of looks like fun. Sure, blowing up a giant jar of peanut butter can be fun. Or how about a gargantuous tube of toothpaste? You'll find these and many other gifts and novelties for family fun at Shad Stationery on the lower level of Colony Center. Hey, what are you doing? I am blowing up my mother-in-law. Ninth inning and the Mets trail by a run as Tommy Agee leads off against Carl Morton. Here's the pitch. Off the outside corner, ball one. two hits and four times at bat. And a line drive softly hit into left center field a base hit. So, on Agee's third hit of the afternoon, the Mets have the dying run on and nobody out. Bud Harrelson will be coming up. And right here, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WOK on Albany, New York. The current temperature is 74. It's 4.30. Time to open a big dividend savings account at Cohoes Savings Bank's offices in Latham and Cohoes. Now Harold's in the batter. And a full swing and a foul ball back. No play. Gene Mock. And the pitch on the way. Inside and low. Ball two. Two balls and no strikes. That's a run behind. We're in the ninth. Game was tied 1-1 all afternoon until the eighth inning when Marshall put New York in front with a home run. The last of the eighth inning, Rusty Staub in a two-run homer. The 2-0 delivery fouled back over the press box into the parking lot. Nope, into the press box. It's 2-1. Mike Jorgensen is the on-deck batter. After the Mets went in front, Jorgensen replaced Shamsky. The 2-1 delivery. The runner goes, and a fly ball hit down the left field line. On racing over to the line is under it, and makes the catch. Scampering back is Tommy Ace. That's her down to her last out. Tommy Ace was running on the pitch. A single didn't fly out to Han, the left fielder. Now Jorgensen is being called back. Vendetta hitting 298 with eight homers and 27 runs down and 
Expos have been giving the Mets fits this year. Montreal has won four of seven games to date. They are within one out of making it five out of eight. Clinton won a game as a pinch hitter on this road trip when he hit a three-run homer in Chicago. The time, Don had gone 0 for 10 as a pinch hitter, and he really broke out in a big way. Now Morton works off the stretch. And the pitch on the way, foul back. One strike count on Don Clendenin. Clendenin belonged to the Expos in spring training a year ago. He had decided to retire, missed most of spring training. Got away slowly with the Expos, and as a result, he does not get a great reception from the crowd here. Now the pitch. In the dirt, handled nicely by John Bateman. Bateman has done a good job of backstopping in this series. It's one ball and one strike on Glenn Dunham. Tommy Agee has the kind of speed to score on just about any kind of a long hit. The 1-1 delivery. Low, it's just under the knees. Two balls and one strike. Ray Sadecki pitched a superb ball game. Lost his lead in the last of the eighth inning win. Rusty Staub hit a two-run homer. Pitching two and one. Agee's running. The pitch in the third, and Agee goes into second. A stolen base for Tommy Agee. For Tommy, his 18th stolen base of the year. Now the single could tie this ball game up. The scores, the count is three and one on Don Clendenin. Dave Marshall has had a big day with three for four, including a home run as the on-deck batter. Now Morton has his sign from Bateman and the pitch. It's popped up. He's going be the ball Ron Fairley is under it on the edge of the outfield grass.